The third round is in full swing, and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part is that's free-to-play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Live from Orlando, Florida, you're now listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Orlando Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast, brought to you by DraftKings and now part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We're your host, Al, myself, Anthony, and today is June 22nd. We are just one hour post of the NBA lottery where we got some answers to the questions that we've been having for about the last month and a half. All right. If you haven't seen it, which I'm sure if you're listening, you already know, but to do a quick little the drafting fifth in this year's NBA draft, as well as the Chicago's pick that we received from the Nikola Vucevic trade number eight. So first and foremost, Al, let's hear from you. What were your initial thoughts and reactions? Oh man, uh, complete pain. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I've been positive throughout this whole process and and really thinking that things were going to work out for us this year. Unfortunately, that's not the way things played out. Um, Everything was going great up until pick six. Everything looked like it was going to work in our favors until, unfortunately, we picked fifth. And, you know, the rest is history. Uh, So officially, Toronto and Cleveland jumped up into the top four, officially kicking us out. And uh, Houston and Detroit, the other two teams that had the same odds that we did for the first two picks, ended up being one and two. Detroit leapfrogging the Rockets and the Rockets ending with the second pick. Um, not ideal, not what we needed, not what we wanted. So um, pain as a Magic fan uh, tonight for sure. Yeah, I feel like amazing to watching the lottery until it was, so we got to about six and then immediately after we saw you know, the Orlando Magic selected fifth. It kind of um, kind of brought the mood down a little bit. But, I mean, in, in all, if we can put it in, in some optimism perspective, you know, it could have been worse. could have been a lot worse. I told myself, not going to lie, I told myself I'd be happy as long as we had the top five pick. Yeah, I lied to myself. Wasn't happy. But I'll take it. I'll accept it for the simple fact that, yes, we, we got the pick. You know, we're able to get a talented player at five. Right now, the projection is Kuminga. And then um, also the eighth pick. All right, that's a that's a bonus. Now, taking a look at who we see in the top three, 
you know, the, the part of that is frustrating. You just mentioned it is that out of the bottom three teams that had the 14% chance of getting that number one pick, it was Detroit, Houston, and us. We were the only damn team that fell down out of that top three. You still had Detroit and Houston that were up there. That's that's the only part that's really frustrating. If it was us and another team, great. But we're the only ones. That's it. Now, the great thing about having that Bulls pick is that you have a little more ammunition. All right. If you're if you're trying to move up, you know, you would imagine that you would try to incorporate that pick as well as whatever assets that you have to try to package and move up. And initially we were talking about, man, you know, what who would be willing to get out of that top three? Would Detroit? Probably not. Would Houston? Absolutely not. Um, but Cleveland is the interesting one. Um, we didn't think at first that they would consider it, but Sam Amico just came out with a report stating that the Cavs are expected to aggressively in hopes of moving um, third pick. So it sounds like the Cavs are at least open to possibly moving the third pick. Um, my only fear with that is as valuable as a third pick will be because that is a for sure shot, either Mobley or Green, just depending on who ends up being available. What would ask? What would be sufficient enough? Is there any player that they would like, you know, four to eight? Uh, who would be acceptable in that trade? Do we even want to do that at that point? So it's it's interesting to see what this next month is going to kind of lead us because there, there really is, uh, I guess you can say, at least some opportunity to move up if that were the case. Yeah, I mean, uh, even even though that's a report that's coming out right now, I, I can't see why Cleveland would do that. Um, they have Jared Allen. They have two young guards that are extremely talented. Um, so unless you're making that trade to get rid of Kevin Love's contract and maybe add a decent player to that court that you already have, makes sense. Um, my thing is, would Orlando trade for Kevin Love? And that wouldn't make, I don't think that would make any sense. Um, but just dealing with what we're dealing with today, with the reality of, of the picks right now that we, that we have on hand, you know, what do you do as Jeff Weltman? Like, what, what is your reaction going to be now? Like, how do you approach this next month? Obviously, you're coaching. You're looking for a coach right now, right? Like, that's that's still top of mind. But do you attack trades as a way to get talent to Orlando now? Because not for nothing, but I don't think Jonathan Kaminga, it's going to get it done. You know, he's not a guy that, in my opinion, will make that big of a difference to make us excited, you know, to go to games next season and to really get hyped behind this new rebuild. Just my opinion that I, I could be wrong. He could be an amazing player down the road, but right now doesn't feel that way. Um, had we ended with Cade or Jalen green, way different idea. Like, Oh, we would have been waking up tomorrow morning, ready to buy a Jersey, ready to, to you know, whatever it may be, but that's not the case right now. So my question to you is, do you think that we still approach this as, Hey, let's go ahead and draft someone at five and eight. Or do you think the Magic now look forward and say, hey, we got to package this picks perhaps for a veteran that can step in and be a small forward, a shooting guard, and kind of lead this team to towards the future? Yeah, so let's actually, I'll, I'll direct this directly to Jeff Wellman. He just came out. Um, Roy Perry has a quote from you know his remarks. Shout out to Roy Perry from the Orlando Sentinel, our guy. He says, uh, Jeff Wellman, I'm missing out on the higher draft pick. Obviously, you go through a long season, and it's been a grind. And you hope to cash in on those chips at the end, but that's the nature of this lottery stuff. 
It's like I've always said, that's not a calculated risk. It's just a risk. It's just kind of dumb luck. You obviously want to win the lottery and come away with the number one pick. But I do think that there were two shots for us to get lucky tonight. And we did get lucky on the other one, which is we walked away with the two top or two, two top eight picks. So positive. Uh, Jeff Wilming has always been the positive type. He's always spun optimism when he talks. He's a very, very good politician. Um, but it's it's disappointing. It is disappointing because you 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 try to trade away all your veterans at the end of the season. How many people do we have hurt and not playing? Hmm. So there was at least an initial attempt. Whether extremely extremely hurt, couldn't play, whatever case may be, we we're in a position um, to win. It's not the case. So first and foremost, screw tanking. Obviously, that did not work. And, you know, depending on your outlook on it, um, you may still want to do that in the future. But this new structure gives other teams opportunity that landed after us to have a better pick than we did. So all in all, I, I think that you at the very least listen or try and have those conversations to see if there is an opportunity to move up. But if you do not, then it's is grind time now. Now you really got to do the research. You got a month to figure it out who you're going to select with the five and the eight. In my opinion, the five, you have to draft best player available. That best player available will be Kuminga. I cannot, I don't see uh, Suggs falling to five to us. I see Kuminga at that number five. Um, and then eight, man, I re- we really need a score. We need an offensive punch. We need somebody that is is going to be able to take ball and put who this symbol. Someone that is really, really going to be effective on the offensive side. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm I'm interested in seeing um, how everything kind of plays out. I would imagine that you know obviously it's probably not the right time to talk about it, but I would imagine that we'll start to see a little more progress on the coaching side. Um, but I was really, really hoping that you know, we, we would have been in a better position. Again, I'm, I'm happy that we have two picks in the top eight, but that top three was a, a big, big necessity that we missed out on. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's just disappointing. You know, as a magic fan, how many times has it been now that we, we know there are so many guys that are talented that are going to be all-stars quality players. And we pick right below it. Like it's so many times happened seems, to us. It seems like it's like that every single draft. And this every is the draft. one that I this is the one that I I felt positive about. So I'm like, hey, we have the same odds to finish first as we do as this other th- three teams. So worst case scenario in my mind was going to be we finish top four. That's really the the way I believed it. Top four, but man, slipping out of the top four, which we know those are the top four guys in the draft. You got Mobley, Cade, Green, and Suggs. Those are the guys that for sure are supposed to be amazing players. Again, down the road, who knows? Injuries and how things play out, who knows? But at least on paper, we know those are the guys that were supposed to be potential all-stars. And here we are again. Where are the Magic? One pick away from from being there. Um, So again, I'm not going to lie to you. Again, I've been positive. You guys have been listening to our podcast all throughout. I really have been positive, and I really think our front office will figure it out. I really believe that, but... It would have been special to go to sleep tonight knowing, hey, we got a top two pick, Cato Green to come into Orlando, Mobley, the worst case scenario. We got a solid guy joining our already solid core of young guys. My issue is now we still don't have that guy. We have a bunch of good players, young players that can develop, 
but we don't have that guy that we can say that's that all star. That's that guy that's going to lead us right away through this rebuild. And that's what really truly sucks the most tonight is that we are back to square one again. Listen, it's it's disappointing. We're disappointed. Um, and it's okay to feel that way. Tomorrow, it's it's where everything changes. We still have, you know, a core group, a young core group um, that we're excited to see. Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz coming back. And we're still going to be able to draft quality players. Um, I, I'm just trying to be optimistic. I'm just, I'm still disappointed. <laughs> I'm just trying to be optimistic. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be at least a little, little positive. But uh, what you guys are feeling is the same way that we're feeling. What happens next is, is the big question. And we have one month to figure it out. Um, the great thing is that you know, this front office, they're going to have the opportunity to. You know they're they're out in Chicago watching uh, watching these players in the combine. They're gonna have an opportunity to interview these players, you know, do their workouts, and you know we'll we'll be able to see exactly you know face to face. The great thing is that we're kind of already on the back end of this whole COVID thing, so you know the the fact that they'll be able to actually have eyes on these players, and you're able to still listen. We didn't get the top three, but history has shown top three doesn't guarantee. Uh, a stud it doesn't guarantee a, a franchise changer you know we we talked a little earlier about today in cleveland and their luck and how they drafted anthony bennett you know he was a number one pick you never you never know what can happen there's still quality quality players um past that top five and you know tyrese halliburton you know he's he's an example of of a player that got drafted you know not in the top three and was able to move up and is a quality player so we'll see what happens. Try to be optimistic. Yeah, that, that's all we have left, man. We have we got we have hope, right? That's that's all we have. Again, there's going to be plenty of of talent in this draft. It's not like we're picking 14th and 15th again. Like we're going to get ideally two solid players in this draft coming up. Um, again, it's just painful to know that we missed out on on potentially a franchise changing player. You know, like like Cade or Jalen Green and those guys that we already talked about. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we go back to excitement mode, which is we got to wake up expecting news and, and seeing what the team is going to do. Because again, it's not clear right now what they may do. Um, they might as well just keep this picks and write it out. Or you might hear a lot of trade rumors as the next month kind of gets here. Um, we'll see. I mean, would you be opposed to the magic targeting a guy like CJ McCollum? With, uh, but then again, why would Portland do that? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, but I guess I'm asking a veteran guy. Could you see the magic going after a veteran guy that can put up points with these two picks or one of them, plus a guy like Terrence Ross and some salary relief, or do they write it out? All I know is that if the NBA comes knocking on our doors, asking us to save them during another pandemic, better go ask another city. Yes, sir. Yeah. It won't All be right, us. man. So, yeah, it won't be us. Nah, go go ask. I don't know. Go ask Tampa. Go ask. I don't know. Go to Mexico. <laughs> go somewhere else. Just don't go to Orlando. All right, man. So that's a wrap for us. We just want to give you guys our initial reactions. Should be dropping an episode still on Thursday. Brutal, brutal, brutal outcome, but some positivity. And Two quality draft picks within the top eight. We'll see what ends up happening. The ball is now in Jeff Wellman's court. This is the reason why he's a basketball. This is 
why um you know he gets paid the big bucks and max science was able to do with those picks no pressure it's on you big boy and that's a wrap see you guys next week thank you for listening to the ozone podcast the voice of magic fans follow us on twitter and instagram at the ozone pod and remember to subscribe and leave a five-star review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms